Alright, everyone, let's do this! How's everybody doing today? At the time of this recording, we're currently reaching the end of the month of August, which usually for the most of us, unfortunately, means the end of the summer holiday season. So I'm hoping you're making the best out of your last vacation days or at least settling in nicely back into your usual routines. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and in general trying to grow as a person. Last week, I told you the story of the three-day hitchhiking adventure my friend Igor and I went on during the month of May. We spontaneously decided to take a few days off our master studies and went on our little three-day escapade across Belgium, hitching rides with complete strangers, experiencing their altruism and willingness to help, as well as enjoying the incredible hospitality of one person we met on the road. We slept under the stars in freezing conditions by the Belgian shores, listening to the waves crash against the banks, and managed to spend such a little amount of money that it was clear to us that traveling and discovering the world doesn't take a big investment, but just sheer willpower and curiosity. It was an unforgettable adventure we'll fondly remember for the rest of our lives, so don't hesitate going back to episode 40, our three-day hitchhiking adventure, to give it a listen if you haven't, or also feel free to watch the YouTube video where we documented the entire trip. But now let's dive straight into this week's topic where we'll talk about getting the little things right. Now, this draws a little on some of the learnings I found during my read of James Clear's Atomic Habits, which for those of you that haven't read the book yet, it basically states that tiny changes can have remarkable results. He talks about the compounding effect and how when we focus on little things, its impact can be huge over a large period of time. He calls it a delayed return environment, which represents the idea that immediate gratification is secondary because most worthwhile things take time and consistency. Think of exercising and trying to get that so beloved beach bod. (laughs) It's not just one gym session away. It takes a healthy diet and a consistent workout plan. Or think of your long-term financial planning. Steadily investing small amounts in ETFs, for example, may show little immediate rewards, but will most likely show a very large sum after several years of consistent investments. Now, the book also talks about many different things, which I don't want to focus on in this episode. As a matter of fact, I've already mentioned it during episode 8, Tracking Your Personal Growth. So feel free to check it out if you haven't. Something I find quite interesting is the fact that getting those little things right and building on those throughout time, just as in Atomic Habits, is a great way to reach a goal. I want to have a six-pack this summer, or I want to buy a beach house when I retire, or I want to become the best possible guitar player out there. These are all great objectives to have where this strategy of focusing on the small things, a healthy diet, regular exercise, small and consistent savings, a routine practice session, and so on, is a fantastic way to achieve them, but we can also translate these goal-oriented strategies towards something bigger, in my personal opinion. 
For instance, I believe it's worth thinking about the time we spend with our families or once we're in a relationship, and especially then with our significant others. How do we talk to each other? How do we greet each other in the morning or after coming home after a long day of work? Do we take the time to ask about their plans of the day during breakfast and listen attentively how everything went at dinner? And do we take the time to say our goodbyes for the day with a loving kiss and a smile? These minor details may seem insignificant, especially because they don't take a lot of our absolute time during the day. After all, having breakfast together, if at all, and then saying our goodbyes at the door before leaving may take only about maybe half an hour, one hour of our day, a small fraction, time-wise speaking. However, these moments are crucial when compounded over time. If these little details are on point, then we can rest assured that our relationship will prosper and last. Just because they may seem of little significance at first glance does not mean at all that they are not crucial. Sometimes it can happen that these moments of tenderness and love only happen when you go out on dates or when you are on a romantic vacation, which is a great time to behave that way, don't get me wrong. But these are rather the exceptions instead of the norms. Normal life happens on a daily basis. You see each other every day waking up next to the same person, wishing them a good and successful day at work, a fun time with their friends or just an enjoyable yoga class for that matter. You see them every day after a long day at work and sit around a kitchen table eating dinner, asking how each other's day went. That's normality. And if we're able to nail those apparently little but yet so vital moments, then our normality will compound into a happy relationship with our partner, which definitely will increase the likelihood of living a fulfilling and enjoyable life. And I'm not saying it's easy. Trust me, it definitely isn't. Yet it's worthwhile understanding the arithmetic when we multiply its effect over time. Concentrating on these will vastly improve our day-to-day and consequently also our relationship with others. And naturally, this is in regard to the relationship we have with our partners. But focusing on the little things can, of course, be translated into multiple areas of our lives. For instance, I'm currently working on a routine where I try to wake up every day at the same time. It's such an apparently simple task, and yet, at least to me, it doesn't come as easy as maybe it should. However, I'm seeing over time that having that routine in place helps me wake up earlier, be more productive, and have a more structured day where I get to cross off most of my to-dos. Or seeing that we love to talk about expanding our comfort zones, exposing yourself gradually to things you fear or haven't experienced yet is a surefire way to grow personally and confront past traumas or develop into a more open, curious, and confident person. You're afraid of heights? Stand on a balcony on the first floor of an apartment building. Once that feels natural to you, go up to the third floor. Maybe jump off a 5-meter tower at a public swimming pool, or go to a sky bar or observation tower once you feel ready. Voluntarily facing those fears, step by step, exposing yourself to the things you're afraid of, will improve your life and consequently also the life of those around you. 
And so far we've talked about why getting these little but yet highly important things right is essential for our personal development, our growth, and to improve our relationship with others, especially the people closest to us. And yet something that's also worth noting is the fact that we shouldn't delude ourselves into believing that since these little things aren't as prominent as other major decisions or events in our lives, that neglecting them will still give us the possibility to conquer the bigger challenges we inevitably will face throughout the years. Personally, I don't want to go through life believing that if I don't do something today, right now, that's paramount for my personal development, that it'll come easy once I have to do it for good. Now, don't get me wrong, we're all humans and sometimes we aren't as consistent as we should be. And that's exactly what we need to work on. But the fact of the matter is, we as human beings are creatures of habit. And the sooner we tackle these smaller aspects of life, the better we will be prepared to face larger challenges and thus also bigger responsibilities head on at a later stage. I believe the key is to aim low. (laughs) And I know how paradoxical this may sound, but having a small goal is better than having no goal at all, or having an impossible goal that seems too far away to be realistic. One of the things we learn in business is to have smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and goals that are anchored within a time frame. Initially, aiming low gives us the opportunity to take that essential first step, and that will our feet in our new pursuit. From there, we can gradually build with other smaller goals, and sooner than we think, we are reaching our initial objective without even realizing it. For example, if I would say to myself, I'd like to buy a million-dollar house one day, that would seem pretty unrealistic at this point in time, especially because I'm still a university student. Nonetheless, I can set the foundations right now to learn how to save small amounts so that I learn and get used to the action of putting a little bit on the side each month. The absolute value is secondary at this point, but I'm confident that even with small amounts right now, I'm on a great path to then increase those saving quotas once I graduate and start working. Guys, learning how to nail these smaller things in life, getting them right is of an absolute importance if we want to tackle big things be it building a solid relationship with our loved ones, especially with our partners, be it building a saving structure or establishing a deal routine that includes our work, passion projects, and time for the people important to us. If we focus on these little things, the compounding effect will take care of the rest and we'll all be surprised about the rewards we'll be able to see and benefit from later on. I want to thank you so much for sticking around and listening until the end of the episode. I wish you all the best and much success in getting the little things right in your life. And hopefully with it, you'll mess with the bigger things in the future as well. As always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.